Good evening, wherever you are, and you're joining us, newly created platform, the calling platform. Wherever you are, um, whether you're in the US, you are on the African continent, in Europe, wherever you are, it's a lovely, lovely, lovely time um, to be around at this time. And it's our debut show, and I hope you enjoy this program. Um, this evening, We'll be taking a recap of the FIFA World Cup qualifiers that was played over the last weekend. There's qualifiers in Europe, in Africa, Asia, North Central America and the Caribbean, and Oceania and South America. For this show this evening, we'll be telling you how things stand in Qatar for the Qatar 2022 qualifiers. So we'll, have, we'll, we'll preview some of the fixtures the standings from the World Cup qualifying and um, the nations that have qualified and what are the, the paths to the play, various playoffs this evening. So wherever you are, thank you, Charlie, for tuning in, Araba and Olivia. So this will be our sixth tune for the show. And I'll play it again. That was our sick tune that was played earlier on. I'm replaying the sick tune just for your listening pleasure. Then we zoom in straight to tonight's discussions. So you're wondering what uh, sick tune is. That is official anthem of FIFA. And over the weekend, this was the anthem that greeted most of the teams as they 
come out from the address, the various dressing rooms onto the pitch uh, where they battled it out to qualify and to seek a spot for next year's World Cup in Qatar. And um, if you're just tuning in, you're just joining us, welcome onto the show, Chase. It's a pleasure having you on board um, for our debut show. So we are one year away from next year's World Cup, which will be taking place from the 21st of November, 2022 to December 18, 2022. And um, on Sunday, we'll have a countdown show that is one year to Qatar. This evening, we are just doing a recap of the qualifiers and what the teams that have played so far, how how they fed and which teams are making their way to Qatar. So we start tonight. The teams that have qualified so far. We have Argentina in alphabetical order. Argentina, Lionel Messi's Argentina. Belgium with the world's number one ranked team. Um, the golden generation they call themselves. I hope this time. And... Uh, Bronze medalists at the last World Cup in Russia. And we have Brazil, Croatia. Yes, such an exciting team. They ran us up at the last World Cup. And um, they had to book their place um, with an exciting result in, um, in Zagreb over the weekend. And um, that, was, that was a very good performance from the Croatian side. And this is a team that had um, Luka Modric. Luka Modric is um, a hero back in his country. And it's good to see him at the top level. It's a third World Cup. And hopefully, uh, Croatia will give us something exciting. Another team that has made the World Cup at an exciting performance at the, at the last Euros, um, it's Denmark. 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 And we have the three Lions... Um, runners up at the Euro 2020 also in there. Uh, they, 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 they've also qualified um, with, with, with they, they did it in, in a very, 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 very exciting manner and a very emphatic way to send a message um, with 15 goals, 15 goals, which was, which was, which was very exciting. They beat um, San Marino by fifth, by ten goals to nil. <laughs> yes, if you're just hearing that, that's yes, that was not a cricket scoreline. That was a that was a football game, and um, yeah, and um, the other thing teams that have also made their way is Germany, Germany, France, Netherlands, host nation Qatar, Serbia. Serbia did it at the expense of Cristiano Ronaldo's. Portugal, Spain also in there, and Switzerland, Switzerland. So we'll be looking at, um, these are the teams that have made it in Europe, in, 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 in Europe, and um, these are the teams that have made it in Europe. We, we, we take a look at the, at the table 
for the African African qualifiers. Um, for the African qualifiers, what is going to happen is the teams the, the teams are five teams will represent Africa at the World Cup, and um, we have Group A, Group B, Group C, Group D. Group E, Group F, Group G, Group H, Group I, Group J, and Group J. So the leaders from this group will then qualify for a playoff. And it is after the playoff, we'll get to know the five teams that will represent the African continent. So for Group A, we have Algeria. That is Africa's most top-ranked team. They are unbeaten. So far, in the last 28 games, they are hoping to break that run. That is the long to break the run of the longest unbeaten team in the world. The last time a team did that was Italy, Italy, Italy. So Algeria, top group A, with 14 points. The Cottage Eagles of Eagle were in Group B, and um, they cruised. The group and top the group with 13 points. 13 points. We have group C with Nigeria. Nigeria. Nigeria also topped the group with 13 points. Uh, they had to do it the hard way with Capo Verde. They drew with Cape Verde um, in Lagos to top the group. To top the group. And uh, group D, which is the group of death. We have Cameroon, Côte d'Ivoire, Mozambique, and Malawi. Côte d'Ivoire surprisingly topped the group from the beginning of the qualifiers until the last, last game of the group where they lost to Cameroon in Yaoundé. And then Cameroon topped the group with 15 points. Unfortunately, next year, we would not see Ivory Coast at the World Cup. We would see that Cameroonians representing, hopefully that is if they can do well at the playoff, at the playoff. And then in Group E, we have Mali. They topped emphatically with 16 points. Group F, Egypt, with 14 points. Egypt as Liverpool's Mohamed Salah, Mohamed Salah. And yes, Ghana, Ghana, the Black Stars of Ghana, they've dazzled, they dazzled at the 2006 World Cup. They dazzled again at the 2010 World Cup with just a kick to the semi-final and were denied by Uruguay's Luis Suarez. So this time, Ghana qualified um, to the playoffs with a 1-0 victory over Bafana Bafana in Cape Coast. That is a game that has been dogged with um, some form of controversy. We'll come into that in detail as we get along in the show. And we have the Taranga Lions of Senegal, top group H, with 16 points. And group I, we have Morocco. Morocco topped their group also. They played six games. They won all six games. And they topped with 18 points. And we have group J, Congo DRC, with 11 points. So for Africa... The teams that have qualified so far for the final round of the playoffs that will be played later next year in March is Algeria, Cameroon, 
Congo DRC, Egypt, Ghana, Mali, Morocco, Nigeria, Senegal, and Tunisia, and Tunisia, and Tunisia. For Asia, five or six teams will represent Asia and Qatar. The top two teams in each group will qualify for Qatar 2022. The third place teams in each section will meet in a single game tie for the right to go on into an intercontinental playoff for a place at the World Cup. In addition, Qatar are qualified as hosts. So Qatar, originally Asia has five slots. Qatar included, there will be six teams from Asia representing the continent. And um, we'll take a look at the various groups. We have Group A, Group B, Group A and Group B for Asia. These are the teams and the top-ranked teams from these, from these groups will represent the continent. So the first two from each group qualifies automatically to go. And then the third-place teams, well-performing teams from both sides, will have to go for a playoff. Will have to go for a playoff. So for Group A, we have Iran. They've played six games. They have 16 points. And we have South Korean Republic, also second with 14 points. And um, we have um, in Group A, the third place team is United Arab Emirates with six points. So I doubt with that point they can go through as the best performing third place team. For Group B, we have Saudi Arabia, heavy renowned Saudi Arabia. Their coach, Ever is a renowned French coach who did an incredible job on the continent in 2012, won the African Cup of Nations with Zambia and in Gabon. And um, in 2015, went on to repeat the same feat with the Ivory Coast, beating Ghana on penalties, the lottery of the penalty kicks. And uh, to win a second continental trophy that is the African most prized trophy at the African Cup of Nations with Ivory Coast. So he's a two time um, winner of the African Cup of Nations. He's now coaching with Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, and um, Saudi Arabia top group B with 16 points. In group B, we have Japan, Japan, one of the strong teams from Asia. And they are second on the group with 12 points. Australia with 11 points. Followed by Oman, China, and Vietnam. So I guess for Group B, Saudi Arabia, Japan, are most likely to have an automatic slot. For Europe, 13 teams will represent UEFA in Qatar. The qualified teams that I've mentioned, I've mentioned, I mentioned earlier on, but I will repeat again. Belgium, Croatia, Denmark, England, France, Germany, Netherlands, Serbia, Spain, and Switzerland. For those who couldn't top their group, that's they play second, they would have to qualify through the playoffs. And then for the playoffs, we, we are only going to see three teams. Three teams qualify for the playoffs. So the teams that have qualified for the playoffs in Europe is Austria, Czech Republic, Italy, not Macedonia. Yes, Macedonia. They are looking forward to that. Will be a very exciting story to qualify for the world for the very first time in the history of your country to the World Cup. And you have 
the gold machine, Lewandowski's Poland. You have Cristiano Ronaldo's Portugal. You have last year's World, uh, the last World Cup post Russia in there. You have Scotland, you have Sweden, you have Turkey, you have Ukraine, and you have Wales. So the draw for the European playoffs will take place in Zurich on Friday, the 26th of November. That's when we'll get to know which teams get to play each other in the playoffs and qualify to play at the World Cup. And now we go to Europe. We've, we've moved, we move from Europe to North Central America and the Caribbean, where three or four teams will represent CONCACAF at Qatar 2022. So how, how does it work for North Central America? North Central America, Central, not Central America and Caribbean. Sorry for that. And um, the top three teams will qualify for Qatar 22. And the third place team will go into an intercontinental playoff with um, either a team from Asia or Europe. So you have Canada. Yes, Canada, 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 Canada. They'll be looking to make the World Cup. Um, they've played eight games. They have 16 points. You have the U.S. Also with, that has also played eight games. They have 15 points. You have Mexico with 14 points. And you have Panama in there. And um, so hopefully Canada, USA, Mexico, Panama, these are the four teams that look very likely to qualify. So the top three from this group who qualify directly for the World Cup, and the third-place team will have to do that through the intercontinental playoff. Oceania, they are yet to play. They are qualifiers, but Oceania will have only one team to represent Oceania next year. For South America, yes, South America, South America. South America will have either four or five teams that will represent South America at Qatar 2022. So the top four teams will secure qualification and the fifth place team will have to do that through the intercontinental playoff. Brazil already qualified with 13 points. Argentina, 29 points. Ecuador, 23. Colombia, 17 points. So these are, these are the, the group standings and these are the teams that have qualified so far for Qatar 2022, for Qatar 2022. I'm going to give you a brief overview of the teams that have played so far in the qualifiers for all five continents, Asia, Africa, CONCACAF, CONNABEL, OFC, and UEFA. You have 210 teams. 13 teams have qualified. 700 and, we've played 766 games, 2,200 goals have been scored so far. Yes, you had that right. And um, you have the top scorers. Um, you have Ali Magbut from the UAE uh, with 14 goals. You have Wu Li from China with 12 goals. And you have England's Harry Kane with 12 goals so far. With 12 goals so far. Yes. Yes. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll take each continent. and. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll do the breakdown. So for Asia, we'll start in alphabetical order. For Asia, 40, 46 teams 
have played so far in the qualifiers. The Asian qualifiers is still ongoing. Um, so far, it's just one team that have qualified. That is the host nation, Qatar. Um, 205 games have been played. 629 goals have been scored. Yes. Yes. That's, 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 those are exciting, exciting, exciting games. So I will just do a quick, a quick, a quick, a quick preview of some of the games that was played. I'll take, I'll take some of the top teams because top teams that, um, that played over the week, over the course of the week. for round four, in the round four, round four of the qualifiers. Okay, um, would have to go straight to um, the games played over the weekend in, on, with CAF, with teams that are playing with CAF that is on the African continent. I think for Asia, so far, the qualifiers are still ongoing. And um, we'll have that information as the show goes along. So we have 54 teams um, that have battled out so far on the African continent for the five slots. And we've had 148 games played so far and 345 goals scored so far. Three hundred and four, and we go straight to Concacaf. We have thirty-four teams that have played so far. Ninety-four matches played, with two hundred and ninety-five goals scored so far. This is South, the South American qualifiers. Also, for the South American qualifiers, we've had ten teams. Ten teams have had to battle it out for a slot to Qatar 2022. Two teams have qualified so far. That is Brazil and Argentina. And um, within CONCACAF, within um, South American qualifiers, we've had 69 matches played so far. 168 goals scored. 168 goals scored so far. Oceania is, is yet to have a the qualifiers, they would play that. They would have their qualifiers for next year. And they would have one team represent Oceania. And for Europe, yes, which is one of the strongest continents in terms of football, where you have most of the the, the teams coming from, we've had 55 teams uh, playing so far in the qualifiers. 10 have qualified so far. We've had 250 matches played with 763 goals scored so far and in, the, in, the, in the qualifiers. And on Wednesday, on Wednesday, March 24th, Twenty twenty one, we had Turkey beat the Netherlands by four goals to two. You know, but unfortunately, the Netherlands topped the group at the expense of Turkey. 
they have to bounce back from that opening opening game defeat to top the group. And it's good to see the Netherlands back at the World Cup. They missed they missed their place at the last World Cup. The last time they did it was in 2014 in Brazil. 2014 in Brazil, they were they were they, they placed third. So it'll be good to see how far the Netherlands can go um, in this in, in in the next in the in our next at the next World Cup at the next World Cup in Qatar in Qatar. So if you're just tuning in, you're just joining us, this is our debut show, uh, the FIFA World Cup show. Um, this show will be going on for continuously through to the qualifiers all the way to the World Cup proper itself. So for each episode, I would seek to give you details of the qualifiers, the teams that have qualified, what to expect at the tournament proper itself, and and so on and so on. And today's the first is the first is the first of many shows. And um, I hope wherever you are tuning in, wherever you are listening to us, you've enjoyed and you are enjoying the show. And I hope to bring you more exciting episodes as the show goes along. On Sunday, we will be celebrating an, a very important milestone, one year to go for the World Cup. It will be exactly one year to go for the World Cup. And right here on the FIFA World Cup show, we would have a countdown, a countdown, a countdown, a countdown. So um, at this point, um, if you, you, wherever you are, wherever you are joining us, you can leave a comment, you can leave your thoughts, your views, your opinions, what you think about the show. And um, I would gladly read them out to you as we go along or in subsequent shows. So I would, I would want to talk about Egypt, 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 Egypt's performance um, in this qualifier so far. Egypt has played 21 successive home, home games in the World Cup qualifying games without a defeat. It means Cairo is indeed a fortress. Cairo is indeed a fortress. Cairo is indeed a fortress. Right now, I, would, I want to bring you the live commentary, the moment Serbia booked their place at next year's World Cup at the expense of Cristiano Ronaldo's Portugal, the golden moment, Mitrovic, Fulham's Mitrovic. He plays with Fulham in the English Championship as a second-tier league in England. That is header that sent Serbia to the World Cup. They had to do it the hard way in Lisbon. Let's enjoy What a moment that was. And uh, these are live reactions. The moment Mitrovic's Edda went in to silence the home crowd in Lisbon and Cristiano Ronaldo's Portugal was such a heartbreaking moment. But we hope we will see one of the world's finest, one of the best athletes to have graced the sport, Cristiano Ronaldo. 
and next year's World Cup, you will have to do that the hard way through the playoffs. Through the playoffs. Another team, another team that was very exciting to watch was the Atlas Lions of Morocco. Atlas Lions of Morocco. But coincidentally, Morocco played their entire games in Morocco because uh, most of the teams that they were paired with had issues with their, their facilities. CAF did not approve their facilities. So literally, Morocco played their entire games in Morocco and they qualified. They, they are one of the highest run teams to have qualified directly for the playoffs. For the playoffs. For the play for the for the playoffs. A team to also look out for in this year's qualifiers in South America is Bolivia. 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 Bolivia are likely they've done they, over the week they had to do they pulled a surprise on Uruguay beating Uruguay. Beating, beating Uruguay and to deny Uruguay a spot for next year's World Cup. Bolivia beat Uruguay by three goals to nil. Three goals to nil. Three goals to nil. And um, Colombia drew 0-0 with Paraguay. Argentina drew 0-0 with Brazil in Argentina. Both teams have already qualified. Um, Venezuela lost to Peru 2-1 in Venezuela. In Venezuela. And talking about CONCACAF, Jamaica, Jamaica drew 1-1, the regular boys with the USA, with the USA. Antonio, West Ham's Antonio scored a very, 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 very exciting equalizer for Jamaica, for Jamaica in that game in Jamaica. And um, we look at Group G, group, group F, Group F for the CAF qualifiers. Egypt beat Gabon 2-1. Um, Libya drew with Angola. So Egypt qualified from that group. As we earlier indicated, for Group D, Morocco, uh, Cameroon beat Ivory Coast by 1-0. Mozambique also beat Malawi 1-0. For that, for Group D, Cameroon are the group leaders and they qualify for the playoffs. Nigeria drew 1-1 with Kivet in Lagos. Liberia beat the Central African Republic 3-1. So Nigeria top Group C. Group C. For Group B, Tunisia beat Zambia 3-1. But Zambia is one of the teams to look out for in the future. They've got an exciting young team, and um, we hope they can, they can build on that team and hopefully qualify for subsequent World Cups and, and come back to take their place in the, on the continent. Uh, Mauritania drew 1-1 with Equatorial Guinea. So for Group B, you have Tunisia. For Group A, Algeria drew 2-2 with Burkina Faso. That game was a cliffhanger. Burkina Faso were seeking to qualify for the World Cup for the very first time. A win in Algiers would have taken Burkina Faso to the playoffs. But unfortunately, it ended in a 2-2 draw. So Algeria topped that group. For Group B in Asia, round of the third round, Oman lost to Japan 1-0 in Oman. China, yes, China. China drew with Australia 1-1. Wow, in Beijing, Vietnam lost 1-0 to Saudi Arabia. That's Group B. Group A of the Asian qualifiers, UAE beat Lebanon 1-0 in Lebanon. Iraq lost 3-0 to South Korea in Iraq. And Iran beat uh, Syria by three goals 
to nail in, 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 in Damascus, in Damascus. But I doubt the, that game was played in Damascus um, because of the issues in Syria. That game was played probably on a neutral ground, on a neutral ground. So for me, and uh, for tonight, it's been exciting coming to you with our debut show and the highlights for today. It's Canada leading the North American um, group qualifiers so far, um, beating um, Mexico in, 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 in Canada. That was an exciting game. Um, uh, uh, Antonio's rocket equalizer against the USA and Panama proving themselves to also become, to, to be the comeback kings, the comeback kings in, in, in this qualifiers, in this, in this, in this, in this qualifiers. Um, um, coming back to beat El Salvador 2-1, El Salvador. And uh, Canada, for me, my highlights was Canada beating Mexico 2-1 and uh, seeking to get a slot to qualify for the World Cup. It's been exciting bringing you our debut show. I don't know what you think. Give us your thoughts. Give us your impressions. Give us your suggestions. We'll gladly take them. So at this point, if you, I, would, I would open the lines. If you have your thoughts, if you want to share an opinion, you can gladly do so. But otherwise, it's been exciting bringing you our debut show. And we look forward to many, many, many more shows. We look forward to many, 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 many more shows. Today is Thursday. On, on Sunday, on Sunday, we'll have one year. One year to Qatar. Um, we'll have a countdown, a countdown to the World Cup proper itself. November 21st, 2022 to December 18, 2022 is the World Cup. And Sunday, November 21st, we'll be celebrating a key milestone that is one year to the show. Hello. Hello. Yes. Such How about we have you on the... Yes, I've really enjoyed the show, such an exciting show and giving us all the details. Question I have for you, which country do you think would win? Do you want to make a prediction for the World Cup? Ah, that's, that's, that's a very interesting one. Um, so there are three teams that I'm looking at uh, that can stand a chance um, to, to, to win the World Cup. My first bet will be Defending champions, Le Bleu, Le Bleu, um, Mbappe's France. Um, uh, they have a, such a strong team. They have an exciting team. And um, hopefully they can build on what they did at the last World Cup in Russia. So France in there. Lionel Messi's Argentina. Lionel Messi's Argentina. Uh, Lionel Messi after leading Argentina to win the Copa Americas. For the first time in 28 years, he said in many interviews, he's also said to me in confidence, he's also looking uh, to win it with Argentina and hopefully step on the shoes of uh, the legendary and late Diego Maradona. Hopefully, we hope to host him on um, one of our episodes, one of our episodes. So for my, 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 the teams that I'm looking to win the World Cup, I'm, I'm looking at France, I'm looking at Argentina, I'm looking at Brazil, name is Brazil, name is Brazil. But some teams could pull a surprise, you never know. Netherlands are in there, 
Um, Croatia, Croatia people see them as an underdog, but I, I, I know the coach very well. He's, he's done an, he did an incredible job in the UAE with um, Alain, and um, he's now doing an incredible job again with Croatia. So um, three teams that I predict can win it, but um, another team that could sneak in there to pull a surprise that I, I, also, I would also want people to watch out for is Zalad Kool. Zalad Kool's Croatia with Luka Modric. Luka Modric. So yes, Araba, those are the four teams, four teams that I think can win next year's World Cup. All right, that is great. Thank you for such a great answer. Have a wonderful show. Yes, thank you, Araba. Thank you, thank you. Marshall, I'm just seeing you join, and it's good to have you. It's good to have you. It's good to have you. It'll be nice to, uh, to know what you think, Olivia. Um, if you have any questions, you have any suggestions, you have any feedback, that would be exciting to have. So I'm taking you now. Hello, Chase. Good to have you. Hello. Hello. Okay, I'm taking Marshall. Hey, Philip, can you hear me? Yes, Marshall, I can hear you. Hey, how's it going? Um, I, I tuned in for a little bit and I, I jumped off and I just jumped back in. So I, I missed um, a good amount, but I was just kind of curious and apologize if you've already talked about this, but um, what are your thoughts on, you know, the U.S. team, uh, like how, how they look in, in qualification and um, what their prospects are for, uh, you know, making the World Cup? And if they do make it, how you think they'll perform? Um, so, um, U.S. has an exciting team, a very, very exciting young team. Um, just, um, I'm getting my data on the U.S. team. And um, I, uh, they have a young guy who plays for Chelsea. And um, he's nicknamed Captain America, Captain America. And um, uh, let me get, let me, let me, let me get the, the lineup for the last game. So the U.S. has a ex- very exciting team. You have Christian Pollock, uh, Christian Pollock, I want to make sure I'm getting the name right. He's, he's a very exciting talent. You have Ria, who also plays in the French League. You have uh, Pepe, you have Richards, you have Musa, you have Busu, you have Robinson, you have Adams, you have Zimama. These are exciting young talents. And um, I, I believe the U.S. is going to qualify. Um, um, uh, for the World Cup, for sure. The, the next, their next game in the qualifiers is next year, um, 2022 against El Salvador. Then um, three days later, they play Canada, which will be a tough game in Canada. And um, yeah, but hopefully, I think the from the CONCACAF, Amer- from the North American section, I'm predicting Canada, US, Mexico to qualify. And I believe the US have an exciting, very young young, energetic, exciting talent, and um, they have that team that can pull the magic when it matters most, and that is what you need in a team. Aside teamwork, you need people who can carry the team when it, when it comes to the critical, and um, I think the U.S. team has that. You have Christian Pulisic, who, 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 who is playing with Chelsea. 
He's got lots of experience. On a good day, you need him to be very fit. You need him to, to stay strong. Uh, the legendary uh, Pelé once said, if you, want to win, if you want to win a tournament, you don't pray to win a game. Pray to have your players fit. Play to have your key players fit. And I think on a good day, um, you have Papi, uh, Pepe on show. You have Ria on point. You have Musa. You have Richards. You have Gusiu. You have Christian Pulisic. Come on. I think the U.S. Um, can easily, easily, easily qualify for the World Cup. Can easily qualify for the World Cup. So for the CONCACAF, um, I'm predicting U.S., Mexico, and Canada. And Canada. And I'm, I'm predicting the U.S. would qualify for next, uh, next year's World Cup. Next year's World Cup. Did I answer your question, awesome. Marshall? It, you did. That, that was amazing. I really appreciate it. Um, and I just have one more follow-up, too. Um, you know, I, I, we've been noticing a lot of these new players have been, you know, playing in the EPL or just playing overseas. Um, do you think that the U.S. needs to kind of continue that trend to really, um, I guess, develop their players and be competitive on the world stage? Or do you think that they should invest more in the domestic league um, into like the MLS? Like, what are your thoughts on how they should kind of continue to, to develop their future players? Um, so I would answer your question this way, with a two-way approach. So the first, the first, the first approach is um, the U.S. Um, should continue to have um, a proper program in place where some of these talents, it's always good to move out of your comfort zone. They play abroad in established leagues like the EPL, the Italian Syria, the German Bundesliga, you have someone like um, Polisic. He played with Borussia Dortmund in the German in the German Bundesliga. He gained lots of experience and now playing in the EPL. It's always good to move out of your comfort zone. And for a young player, it builds your tenacity, it builds your confidence. And on a big day, on a, on a top stage like the World Cup, you need those characteristics to come to play. So um, it's a good program that I think the U.S. Football uh, Federation uh, Association can continue to develop as part of the talent development program for the young guys coming through the ranks to um, try play abroad. And also, secondly, also, the second approach is the MLS. It's always good to develop your, uh, your domestic league because once you have the domestic league also going on, it helps to groom young talents coming through the ranks. So, because these young talents, they need to get a platform. And once they have that platform where they can prepare, that can serve as a launching pad to bigger things. Then after the, once they build themselves on those platforms, such as the MLS, you play week in, week out, you travel across the East Coast, you travel across the West Coast. It builds, that experience builds you up and gives you a platform where once you, you start performing on such stages, you can now go abroad to play for the top teams that most players dream of playing. And once you have these experiences, it's just natural when you come to the national team, you would blow them. You would blow them. So for me, I think it's a two-way approach that the, the U.S. Uh, has to look at it. You hand-in-hand, uh, hand, you develop the MLS, and you also that would serve as a launching pad for the young players coming through the ranks and then they, they develop also abroad by playing in the top in any of the top five leagues in Europe, in England, in Italy, in Germany, 
or in France, and uh, like you have we um, are Timothy Timothy we are playing Timothy. I watched him five years ago under the under seventeen World Cup in India, and um, I'm proud to see Timothy play at the level that he's playing for Leo in France, and um, I hope um, he would continue to develop. And uh, once you have such talents, that's 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 good to go. That's good to go. So, Marshall, did I answer your question? Yes, that that was a very deep analysis, and I definitely appreciate. It. And I, I definitely tend to agree. I think I think the the two way approach is important. Um, not to forget about the domestic league, but also just knowing, hey, all the best leagues are, you know, abroad, and you got to get your players out of your comfort zone. Um, and okay, one last question. This is just uh uh. Just your first answer. How many years until the U.S. wins a World Cup? Do you think? Ah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough. <laughs> Putting one. you on the spot here. And sorry, Chase. I know I'm asking yeah. questions, but uh, um, that's a tough one. But um, I think uh, for you to win the World Cup, it's it's a huge step. Uh, what I would say is uh, the U.S. should first seek to go one step further than they've performed. And the best performance so yep. far, the World Cup, yep. has always been at the round of 16. Round of 16. And I remember that game, Ghana-USA, uh, 2010, oh, yeah. in Rustenbeck. Yes. In Rustenbeck. Yes. And uh, Asamoah Jan's 93rd uh, yes. minute strike. Yes, i never forget that. <laughs> he, yeah, he's, so, uh, that was forever imprinted in my memory. He's a, he's a great player. Yeah, it's a great player. It's a great player, and hopefully, I we look. I look forward to inviting As Asamoajan um, to one of our episodes. He's a brother. He's a friend. And um, so, back to your question, I think the US must first build on on their last performance, and uh, th- that is the, their last performance was the round of sixteen. So they should first take it step by step. Maybe look at the quarterfinal, and as an ex athlete. Uh, and and um, from coming from a psychological point of view, as a player as well, you build momentum. So if you, you start a tournament, you take it game by game, you, you get out of the group, you, you, you play the round of 16, uh, from the round of 16, you qualify to the quarterfinal, you build momentum, you build confidence. And it, that is when the spirit right. comes. You know that at this point in the quarterfinal, we are just two games away to win the final. And it's a it's a different ball game. So yeah. um, as an right. athlete, uh, uh, speaking from the perspective as a, as a former athlete, I think the US should take it game by game, step by step, and um, yeah. hopefully maybe by 2026 when um, the US and Mexico host the World Cup, uh, they can go a step a step further, maybe a semi final. Just like like we yeah 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 it's a magic yeah you know? and then it's always good yeah. when you have the host nation performing. So um, let, let let me right. take you back to Japan Korea two thousand and two. Until Japan Korea two thousand and two, Korea had never gotten to the semi final of the World Cup. But as a host nation, they, they had an exciting team. They had a good team. They got to the yep. semi final and they they got bronze. 2006, Germany hosted and they won. 2010, unfortunately, South Africa is the only host nation to have dropped out in the group stages. But we saw saw a young Ghanaian team Mm. with an average age of 23 years get just a step away to the semi-final. 
And um, eventually, you saw uh, Spain, a very exciting team, win the World Cup. Spain had always been perennial underdogs. They've, they've always get, when it matters most, they fizzle out. But in 2010, when you had the likes of Iniesta, you had the likes of Xavi, you had a very, they had a very good goalkeeper in Casillas. I remember Casillas making a pinpoint save of Hyen Robin's strike. Had that ball gone in, it would have been a different ball game. But Casillas stood tall on the day, and that was what made the difference, and Spain won in 2010. Uh, in 2014, you have a young, again, a young German team coming through after 2006. And to, no, sorry, in 2006, Italy. Italy won in 2006. Germany got bronze. So you build, you build on, you build on it, you build on the momentum, and then um, and that's it. And yep. for, for example, France, France won the World Cup in 2018 after 1998. How long? So long, but they, they had to build, and they're still building. Yep. So uh, for yep. me, what I think the U.S. has to do is um, work hard, use next year's World Cup as a preparation for. Uh, 2026, and they're already, they're already showing signs. The performance of the team at the Gold Cup Championship, super, super. The likes right. of Christian Pulisic is is proving is proving that he can come in as as a super substitute and change the game. And those are the kind of characters you need in the team if you want to do well in the in the in the team. So I'm predicting the US team um, going a step further um, to the quarterfinals to the quarterfinals of the World Cup. And then hopefully when in 2026, U.S. hosts it, they can get um, um, probably to the semifinal. And uh, from that point, anything is bound to happen. Anything is bound to happen. I think that was a very smart and diplomatic answer. I wish you would have just said next year, but I think you're probably <laughs> right. So thank you so much for answering my question. Thank questions. you, Marshall. Thank you. And on Sunday... I look forward to also having you on the show. We'll be having one year countdown um, to, to the World Cup proper itself. And, um, and hopefully we'll be host, also hosting some of the uh, world's most accomplished athletes on, on the show, on the show. We would love that. I would also, I'm also going to bring my dad on that show because he's a huge soccer fan. So expect, expect a couple of questions from him. Thank too. you. Thank you, Marshall. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'll take my next caller, um, Chase. Hello? Hi, Philip. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Good to have you. Oh, thank you for having me on. No, excited about the show. I wanted to kind of check in to see if you think France should be considered the favorite in the, in the World Cup in 2022. I know they disappointed in the Euro, but I wanted to see if, if you still think they should be the favorite or if there's other teams that uh, are better. Um, so, yes, uh, one of my colleagues, Araba, asked me which team do I think can win. And I mentioned three teams. And France is one team that I mentioned. They've got an exciting attack. They've got an exciting uh, uh, and electrifying midfield that is ticking. Uh, they also have a solid, solid, solid defense like the wall of Gibraltar. And um, they have a good goalkeeper and in, in Hugo Lloris. So um, France has an exciting team, and um, they would have to uh, uh, build on, on the momentum so far from the Euros. They've recovered, they recovered from the shock 
they had in Euros uh, by winning the, um, the the Nations League, the UEFA Nations Nations League, and um, they've just proven that um, on a good day uh, they are a team to watch out. And uh, I think France has what it takes to win next year's World Cup. If on um, if only they can come to play with that temperament. I watched France uh, play Argentina in uh, 2018. And super, super. So on a day where you can, you can, you can, you can play the best teams and come up tops, uh, you, you, there is nothing that stops you from becoming the world champions. And I think France has what it takes to 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 rule, to 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 rule. But they need their good players um, to stay in shape. For Pogba, you need Mbappe, who has carried the team so far beyond the disappointment of missing the crucial penalty kick. At the, at the Euros, but great players have always mixed, uh, missed kicks. Uh, you have the legendary Roberto Baggio uh, uh, missing for Italy at the USA 94, and many more, even the legendary Diego Maradona. So, um, France, yes. France, yes. Yeah. Did I answer your question? Perfect. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm just seeing Chris joining us. And Chris, good to have you on the show. Um, welcome to our debut show. It would be nice if you have um, your, any thoughts you want to share with us, you have any questions. And um, otherwise, we'll just be wrapping up. We'll be wrapping up for our show. And whilst... So I take my next caller. I'm trying to take my next caller. Yes. Oh, Philip, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you, Olivia. Hi. Um, I don't really, I don't, I don't have anything um, super insightful or intriguing to say, just to say, and I know we talked about this earlier, I am very inexperienced at the world of soccer or, or football. Yes. Um, and so just like listening to this, I'm super excited to keep tuning in, learning more, getting getting in the know about everything. So I just wanted to thank you for such a great episode and sharing your knowledge. Thank you. Thank you. The, the very purpose of this show is to uh, bring knowledge um, to the basic level of everyone. So uh, our next episodes, we'll be looking at hospitality. We'll be looking at the tickets. We'll be looking at fashion. We'll be looking at so many things that you can look up to um, when you go to Qatar or you follow the games. So, it's, it's good to have you, Olivia, on the show, and it's good to um, also get your feedback. It's exciting to, to know that uh, you enjoy the show. Definitely. Yep, I will, be, I will be tuning into your next. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you. Um, so we'll be wrapping up. We'll be wrapping up. Um, it's been an exciting show for today. And... Uh, um, it's been nice having you on board for our debut show. We look forward to many, many more shows. We look forward to many more episodes. Our next episode will be on Sunday, on Sunday, where we'll have the one-year countdown to Qatar 2022. Qatar 2022. Until Sunday, until next time, same time, Sunday. It's bye for now. Thank you for having, uh, having, having you uh, joining us tonight. 
wherever you are. It's been exciting. It's been great. And um, we'll wrap up the show now with the official sit tune. Thank you and have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful evening. <laughs>